Okay. All right, my mic is up. I've got good posture. Okay, ready? I don't think I have good posture, but I'm ready. <laughs> Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ cast. Today is quest. Oh, blah, blah, not quest number. Date. You're starting the date. That's what you do with the date. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ cast. Today is third. Oh, God, I can't. What the f? I'm so rusty. <laughs> Let's do this. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Cast. It is Thursday, October 27th, 2022. We're your hosts, Tom DuPont and Raul Torres. Say, where's Zachary? Donde está Zachariah? Uh, si, es Zachariah. <laughs> the Alps? I don't know. Where the fuck is he? Europe or y'all, some shit? Y'all are always, like, globetrotting. I mean, he's he's uh, he and his wife are awesome. I'm, I'm lame in comparison. <laughs> uh, yes, but this, dear listener, is Quest 279. Which movies had the greatest influence on video games? Uh, so, really, I know you're going to be so excited to talk about this. I did my homework. I got a whole list. It's going to be great. You're going to disagree with me. We're going to have so much fun. This is good. Yeah. Uh, I did want to apologize, though, because um, we have only had one other podcast this month because I had all sorts of fucking issues this month. Uh, two <laughs> weeks ago, uh, my dog got attacked is a bit of an overstatement, but look, Leashes only work if they're connected to your dog and, this is the important part, connected to your hand. So if you happen to be a dog owner and you're walking your dog, don't let your dog just pull away from you and run towards my dog. That's how they get into fights. That's how my dog broke his claw in half and had to have it get it cut off. Yeah, that was not fun, a trip to the doggy hospital. Um, yeah. He's fine. I was royally pissed. Like, the person was very nice about it, but I was royally pissed. Because even for, like, 30 seconds, they could not get their dog back under control. Like, I was trying to pick up uh, Taboo and their dog, who had started friendly, but became very unfriendly when, you know, running and picking a fight. Like, I I was, like, holding Taboo away from him. I was trying to, like, uh, knock him away. I ended up running up a flight of stairs to get away from this dog. Because this other owner could not... Get their dog back under control. Could not grab the fucking leash off the ground. I just, I was so pissed. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, But was fortunate, though, was the week after I also had to miss the podcast because I was out doing some celebrating. There may have been a a game launch that I got to be very lucky to have been a part of. It went very smooth. So uh, we were were celebrating. We were getting uh, Indian food for dinner. It was great. I, of course, had the tiki masala because what else do I get? That's, That's just kind of my thing. But yeah. Nice. That's all I got. How have you been? It's been a while. I've just been around. Just usually my usual chaos with lots of things going on. Getting ready for my uh, child's second birthday party this weekend. So oh, man. It's always busy. And then Halloween's right around the corner, too. So now that, That's the second second birthday party for your family. Yes. I mean, technically fourth, if you want to get that technical. <laughs> I'm sure Claudia and I both celebrated a second birthday at one time. Wow. Um, <laughs> so deep. Wow. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it is it is the second second birthday party that we will have, and and prop and technically the last second birthday party we'll have. But that's wow. a whole other story. Well, that says a lot about the plan. <laughs> All right, and, and there has to be a plan, otherwise it's just chaos. Otherwise, it's just the Cylons. <laughs> uh, there's an old reference for you. All right, Ruli. Uh, before we get to the quest, I wanted to do a brief digression. This is kind of news, but I thought it might be fun to make it its own segment. So let's talk about anniversaries. Oh, birthday is a doodly doo a ding Anniversaries. Um, and I think we should do the rule that's on another podcast where it's only uh, fives and zeros. We don't do anything else. So Super Mario Odyssey had its fifth anniversary. Wait, the 27th. Today. Oh, my five, God. Five years, really? Super Mario Odyssey is five years old. I mean, I, I got to I got as far as... Um, um controlling the dinosaur and some of the desert level and then after that intro and then after that i just didn't play anymore but i i I got it yeah i also didn't get as far in it not for any good reason like it's a fantastic game i just uh, again like i don't know it's just the the last five years have been hard to to do stuff for me like i just could not get into odyssey the way that i wanted to i know our mutual friend trey Trey, i want to tell you completed it because that bastard is insane um but yeah odyssey's five so one other anniversary this is the big one this is the big one roll 
This is arguably the greatest value in PC gaming history of all time. Just turned 15. What could I be talking about? I have no idea. The orange box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that. That's the turn. Launched October 10th, 2007. That included... Now, it's actually known for having three products, but technically it had five licenses. Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life 2 Episode 2, Team Fortress 2, and Portal. Uh, I looked this up. It had a Metacritic, Metacritic score of 96, which puts it as Metacritic's 32, 32nd highest rated game of all time. That that fucking game. That box, man. But, but that's weird, though. Like, does that, does that really apply to all games or is it just really just everyone was so enamored by portal um i mean people were at the time people were most stoked about half-life 2 episode 2 uh a lot of nerds like me who played team fortress classic were stoked for team fortress 2 but portal was this little unknown thing no one knew that was going to be the breakout mm-hmm. of uh of that box that's why if, if valve had known you think they would have put it in with like fucking five other games um but what a what a breakout it was Clearly, we have a lot to say about this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was so long ago, and I feel like we, we I'm sure, it's not like we've never talked about Portal before on this podcast, so. I don't, th- it was, yeah, there was that one time, maybe, I'm not sure. But anyway, if you want to celebrate Portal's uh, 15th anniversary, Portal 1 and 2 are available on your Nintendo Switch, despite this podcast not being spawned by Nintendo Switch. Nintendo, send me money. <laughs> All right, ready to get to the quest? Yep. I'm ready. All as right. As I can be. <laughs> Which movies have the greatest influence on video games? So, really, I made a top five. We can count them down. Okay. Uh, and you can tell me if there's any you disagree with. If there's, we'll, we'll discuss these as we go. Uh, you, can, you can correct me. So, number five, and this is a, a movie that I think had an influence on an entire genre, but I think that genre is most represented in video games. That is... Blade Runner, and I would say that it influenced all cyberpunk everywhere. Its visual aesthetic is cloned to this day. Hello, Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on Blade Runner? Do you think it influenced cyberpunk? Uh, I mean, you can't decouple the two. So I'm going to say it's an influence. But I'm trying to think of, like, lots of games that have, have that cyberpunky overtone that haven't really been fairly recent. Because, yes, there's sci-fi stuff. But like, I don't know. It's, cyberpunk is kind of like that, like, what What are the traits of that? Like, the, uh, I guess, androids, like, kind of that that human-machine synergy type thing. And, uh, and that would be, uh, oh, my God, I'm so bad at this. Androids are automatons imitating humans. Cyborgs are humans with uh, mechanical components. Yeah. Like, I, I would definitely throw, um, what is it, Deus Ex? As oh, yeah, hell yeah. I've definitely put that in the in the, in kind of in in more of the actual like technical things, right? Because like you can totally like mod out your body and everything and stuff like that. Um, but I'm, but I'm like struggling. rainy rainy cities, noir detectives uh, in trench coats. I mean, that's that's fucking do sex. That's cyberpunk. That's oh, obviously yeah. Blade Runner. Yeah, but how how many other games have really been like that though? I think. Because most most of the games that kind of they, they lean more into the sci-fi aspect than kind of the cyberpunky aspect. I mean, even, we're getting more stuff Perfect now. Perfect Dark had influences of that. On yeah, the I'm gonna say Perfect right? Dark. Yeah. Would I, we consider I, uh, what, what's the game that you can play as a cat right now that I also Stray. Oh, that Stray, is heavily yeah. influenced by it. Absolutely, great yeah. example. Yeah, but but I think from your list though, like if if we can't name more than like five games. I don't know, which I understand it's at the bottom of the list, which which is probably a better pick. Five games for number five. <laughs> uh, by the way, speaking of Stray, uh, there was this horrible anime called Wolf's Rain that... Did you ever see that? Please say no. Yeah. You did? Yeah, was, well, wasn't that also like one of the... Whatever the Cowboy Bebop follow-up stuff? Yes, that's why my yeah. friends and I saw it too. Yeah. It was I so mean, bad. It was, it's, it was fine. I just... I think of the theme song, which I'm going to edit in right here. Stray! <laughs> oh, so terrible. So terrible. Okay. Uh... Shall we go to number four? Yeah, let's do number four. Number four, The Matrix. Influenced bullet time. I'm not saying there hadn't been slow motion shooting before that, but like the whole concept was like, wow, The Matrix blew everyone's fucking minds and all of a sudden every game wanted to have bullet time. And I would tell you that to this day, that the genesis of that being prevalent in video games was uh, uh, The Matrix, even Zelda. Zelda's 
shooting mechanics. Zelda Breath of the Wild, when you shoot an arrow and you're up in the air, you are in slow motion. And I would tell you that is influenced by the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. No, no, like, I'm just scribbling down all the things I can think of right now. And um, easily first one, probably not on people's radars because also people, I guess I'm old. Uh, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day. You remember that? Uh. Yeah, I do. What about it? What? Uh, where are you tying it, that in? It literally had a whole Matrix parody level. <laughs> okay, um, that's fair. Also, um, I, yeah, we, we. I mean, we played a lot of Quake together. But did you ever get into Unreal Tournament? Uh, I mean, I played Unreal. Yeah, I played the Unreal Tournament games a bit, but that was never my my cup of tea. I was always the Half Life mod guy. Yeah. So, uh, well, which which what, games what, had slow mo in that? Well, it, it's funny, not not necessarily the slow mo, right? But I, I think like you've got you've got the bullet time element, but also like um, more of the like movement thing, because like I remember like actually like downloading like a Matrix mod, and like you would you know d- double double tap left, and you'd do like a cartwheel type thing, <laughs> and it would make your camera go all crazy and stuff, and and it was just funny, just like like even like the mod community was kind of jumping on that, right? So just like bullet time, I think is in itself its like own own genre well some red, red dead redemption also use that on uh, max Payne. i think oh off of max Payne, of course oh max Payne, of course um yeah. that's literally the matrix of the game even before the matrix game came up but they, yeah we're talking like the movement stuff i don't know if you would um what's the uh, parkour game um oh uh mirror's edge yeah mirror's edge like i wouldn't say that that was like directly matrix but like the fact that it kind of like goes with that kind of like first person movement thing i think it's kind of adjacent right of just like you know having that kind of more acrobatics in your action than the standard kind of just like little hoop jump type thing that you got going on <laughs> that's the best hoop jump that's the best description <laughs> of all time yeah no you're making me think about their um again i used to be really into the half-life modding scene and there was a half-life mod called action half-life most of these things you can't even find records of them on the internet anymore it's kind of sad but action half-life's big thing was obviously you couldn't do slow down bullet time but they did you know the acrobatic movement you could throw mm. The big deal is that you could go into a third-person camera and throw your character around the levels, which was something that, you know, Half-Life games didn't have. Um, I want to tell you that was more inspired inspired by, like, uh, oh, what are the, what's the term for, like, the Hong Kong police drama action movies? Yeah, uh, like, like the Wire Fu type thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, but obviously the I mean, Matrix it, was inspired by that. Yeah, um, it's it's one big circle of what oh, yeah. inspires what. This has all happened before. It will all happen again. <laughs> Was was there ever a Crouching Tiger game? I could, I swear there was. Well, there I must have been, but it. I doubt it was any good. Oh yeah, <laughs> Li- no, I doubt it was good. licensed properties at that time. Oh boy, not so much. You know that, that that's definitely a good one. All right, uh, moving on to number three. We're burning through these two quickly. We're in a really short quest topic today. Uh, number three, Saving Private Ryan, which inspires Call of Duty, which inspires all first-person shooters fucking ever at this point. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, I mean, maybe not even. Well, I guess, I guess, Call of Duty, because I'm still stuck in like the modern warfare area era before the other stuff. But actually, I was thinking a little bit more of a uh, Battlefield, right? Um, yeah, I mean, Battlefield 1942 definitely heavily inspired by, well, inspired might not the right word, but like the cinematic war shooting on giant beaches, ships coming <laughs> in thing. I don't get me wrong, that is not original to Saving Private Ryan, but I feel like at the time, Saving Private Ryan was the pop culture sensation that inspired all of these particular games to say this is a viable market or a viable aesthetic, which has gone on to just perpetuate entire franchises and genres. So not that there was never a World War II movie before Saving Private Ryan, but I feel like that was the right one at the right place at the right time that yeah. set the course for well, the games industry specifically. Well, is I mean, it's it's only called World War II for a reason, right? But like, I could, I, like... It's one of those things where it, it never really went completely out of That's, vogue, I think. Well, by the way, that, that really is false advertising because uh, it wasn't really a world war. Antarctica stayed out of it. Okay, those fucking passive <laughs> penguins. No, but I mean, like, like it's it's like it's History Channel, all the other stuff, tabletop games. Like, there, there is all, there's, there's per, at least one type of game within that kind of, like, environment in perpetually all, all the time, no matter what, right? So... Yeah, definitely, definitely would probably say like kickstarted it and kind of like made it kind of take it more seriously, or, or maybe um, maybe a better better way of putting it is making it a little bit more of that like visceral type thing, like that grittiness that like oh I guess these people are kind of like with their arms shut off and all that other stuff. Um, so maybe kind of making it more like the realistic side instead of maybe like the arcadey Wolfenstein type thing. 
Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right to me. Because it wasn't, you know, this, you know, John Wayne's going to walk in and shoot the bad guy. No, yeah, visceral is absolutely the right description, right? Like the opening D-Day invasion scene in Saving Private Ryan is uh, absurd. And the final scene in the, in the city, these are all things that absolutely inspired Battlefield 1942, right? Right. Um, but but I think... I think the interesting thing, though, is uh, not not to uh, dismiss the Matrix and stuff, but like what's interesting, what, what what sticks and what doesn't stick out of like with these things when you kind of look at the inspiration, right? Because it's just like Saving Fire Ryan definitely had this more like serious and solemn tone to it, which um, is always kind of decoupled from the video games. Which I mean, come on, it's it's you're, you're trying to have a game to have fun, so I guess you'd never really be that serious, but. Um, I, don't, I can't. I can't even think of any any game that actually kind of tried to capture that tone, and still you kind of have play in that environment, right? And, and, I, and, I, and I don't. Well, I mean, at all, and I, and I don't count the push push A to salute uh, as <laughs> as any type of seriousness. I mean, there are so many military shooters at this point that they would, I think, would have argued have different levels of realism, and they're going for different types of experiences. Whether it's that you're, you know, you're the you know, the ant charging the anthill, or you're the super soldier, or you're in a larger military operation, or you're covert ops. I feel like there's, your definition of serious at this point depends on, you know, which experience you're trying to go through. But back then, first person shooters were the most basic, you know, doom and quake, uh, and then eventually unreal inspired basic polygon point. All the the twitchy stuff. Yeah, Yeah, at most really. Yeah. Yeah, and this was okay. again that that visceral cinematic experience. It's all gone from there. Okay. Do you so? Do you have any relationship? If Zach were here, he'd have about a billion. But like, do you have any relationship <laughs> with the the Battlefield series? Because I really tapped out after Battlefield One. Like Battlefield nineteen forty two is was my go to. Um, and they I, had I, I only played it in a lab environment. Other than that, yeah. I was just like, it's just it's just not as fun. Now, oh man, I was just having this conversation. Oh, oh, dear listener, we have just entered the QQ Cast Rambles, our unfortunately recurring segment. <laughs> that was the whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, I was just having this conversation with someone about land parties because I do whenever someone new joins the company and we do meet and greets. And so I was talking with someone, and you know, uh, really, we keep getting older. The things we liked are very old now. <laughs> and so I was mentioning land parties, and they were laughing like, "Oh, you went to land parties." And I was like, yeah, and you know, I'm not trying to be that that old man of it was it was cooler back in my day, back when gaming <laughs> was great. Um, but there was something just unique about the amount of, frankly, the amount of effort it took to throw a LAN party. You had to get someone's house, you had to get everyone to de- disassemble their computers, you had to like buckle your CRT monitor into the front seat, drive, set it up. You had to like, there were, how are you gonna set up tables with this shit, right? We had like din- TV dinner trays with CRTs on them. We were running power cords from different sides of the house so we wouldn't blow fuses. There was just something that it took so much effort to accomplish and it was so bizarre to get everyone together and do that that I don't know man like it's just it's a feeling you can't replicate like you know when things are easy they're not necessarily as fulfilling like yeah it's it's don't get me wrong it's a ton of fun playing games online with your friends but man the the being in the same room and hearing each other yell across the room the amount of effort it took to get there man I'm just <coughs> about it yeah have you um visited any of like the cyber cafes or anything like that because like I, oddly enough I know that there's a couple in you know, the El Paso area where it's just like a whole bunch of gaming rigs. I think they've kind of like branched off with like some like VR stuff. But have you have you done that? Is it is that comparable at all, or is uh, it just is it, now no. that it's easy and turnkey, it's not as fun? Yeah, in high school, one of our friends, one of our friends' dads, this guy named Jake, his dad saw all of us doing this thing. Was like, oh my god, I need to get in on this this. So he actually tried to make a um, like a land center where you paid to go yeah. play games at it. And I don't think the business worked out for him. I hope he didn't lose too much money. I don't know. Um, but that really, like, only going there once or twice is, like, really my only experience with that. Other than that, no. Um, but also, I haven't traveled to places like, you know, Japan Korea, where, like, especially Korea, that's a huge thing. So I, I would like to see that and experience it, but I, I have not. Okay. Well, I've only visited the one, like, and I say in El Paso, but this was also multiple years ago. But I, I know there's a couple more recently, but... Um... Another business I imagine didn't do well through the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, fucking sucks. (laughs) All right, uh, moving on. Number two. Okay, these these two I'm, like, really proud to have in this list. But also, 
uh, we're going to see if you're going to be like rolling your eyes. Like, are you fucking kidding me? So number two is the game Alien. Or sorry, game. <laughs> the movie Alien, which heavily inspired Metroid, creating the whole Metroidvania genre, thus influencing basically every indie game released since 2015. Uh, mm-hmm. Does that track? Does that follow? What are your thoughts? Maybe for the ambiance. And this kind of goes back to how we were saying, like the uh, the Blade Runner versus like sci-fi stuff, right? Like definitely, definitely get the the sci more of the sci-fi vibe in games, more of the like you know like like a lone person in a area exploration thing. I could see that. Um, well, yeah, the, the the game of Metroid was you know artistically completely inspired by Alien. Like Ridley mm-hmm. is the name of the bad guy, and he kind of looks like an alien who has that big dome. And uh, the the lone warrior alone in an alien planet who ends up being a woman. Like, everything about that was a massive, you know, inspired by homage to Alien. Obviously, the gameplay has nothing to do with it. So you could argue it's a stretch. But the Metroidvania genre stemmed from the original, that 1987, Metroid. And that was heavily inspired by Alien. So I'm not saying that the movie inspired the gameplay, but the movie inspired the creation of a genre. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's it's um, it's more of a muse to someone to create something rather than, I guess, maybe like a direct inspiration. I think maybe that's that's the line you're trying to draw. I am amused by your musings. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's exactly the line I'm drawing. I don't know if it's a straight line or one you agree with, but uh, that's that's the whole point of the podcast. Come on, Ruli, disagree with me, argue with me, buddy. <laughs> Well, no, no, I'm actually trying to come up with, with, uh, I didn't know the topic ahead of time, so I, I think, <laughs> I can think of, I'm trying to think of a couple of movies that might be a better suited spot. Well, uh, I got one more, and then we can just go off the cuff. Are you ready for yeah, number I, one? Uh, yeah, give me your number one, and then I'll, I'll see what else I can come up with. All right, you'll immediately see where this is going. The number one most influential film of all time on video games was King Kong. King Kong. King Kong. Donkey Kong, directly inspired by King Kong, which created Jumpman and Mario, and thus created not only the entire platformer genre and side-scrolling genre, but the fucking Mario franchise. All of that comes from the fact that they couldn't get the rights to Popeye the Sailor <laughs> and the King Kong character. That was that was it. Okay. I feel like it's a stretch. It's an accurate stretch, but it's it's kind of a stretch. Yeah, technically they wanted it to be uh they wanted it to be Popeye and the licensing deal fell through, but then, you know, they named it Donkey Kong because of King Kong and it's a uh a gorilla taking a woman up the the tower, which Popeye I think was inspired by that movie, the other way around. I don't know. So I'm going with King Kong. <laughs> I, I I mean it, it it seems you're in the highly technical correct category, but I don't know <laughs> the best kind of correct. Yeah. Okay, so so the one the first one that came to my mind right now because I'm just trying to think of like video games and working my way backwards. Um, maybe a little bit more old school, but uh, Enter the Dragon, right? Um, you could you could probably replace that with whatever the John Claude Van Damme one is tournament one, but like like just having Bloodsport. having yeah Bloodsport there you go no just, no just, just ha- definitely having, enter the dragon definitely ha- having having a tournament having I, like because I I I, I could have swore that like one of the um one of the first levels of, of Mortal Kombat kind of has those like like those lines of people kind of like watching and everything like that and and you know Street Fighter kind of like that's like your just I mean just even the tournament format right I guess like the tournament format isn't really a um, new idea but I guess like. Seeing that movie, and then if you were to watch Mortal Kombat afterwards, you could pr- probably see a very straight throw line of, you know, what's going on there. And same thing with, like, probably a lot of the Tekken stuff, a lot of the, um, well, like, oh, I, te- even, Tekken, like, uh, yeah, like, a lot of the Mortal Kombat, like, I don't know what is it, uh, Liu Kang is probably a direct inspiration for for Bruce Lee. Like, er- every yes. every video game has their Bruce Lee-inspired character that's in the fighting genre. Yeah, so I'd no. pro- I would probably say something a little bit more like that is a little bit more top than, than yours, right? Because yeah. you've got that personification in the game. Yeah, no, that's totally that. That's fantastic. Congratulations. I might I might argue that's contender for uh, I'm going to keep the number one slot on Donkey Kong. But um, <laughs> that's a contender for the number two slot. Oh, my God. That's great. That was absolutely positively fantastic, dude. Enter the Dragon. Also, I rewatched that movie a while back. It's fucking still kick ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, highly recommend. Yeah, dude. And that basically inspired yeah obviously there were fighters before not really actually but like 
you know, fighting movies weren't all well, directly even, from that, but like their their basic plots, their basic character archetypes. You're so right. Well, even even um, when it, it's probably one of the other game of death one, but even like the um, because one of the first games I really remember is uh, Kung Fu on the NES. Oh uh, yeah, you ever play that one? And that's basically the same thing, you know, little little Bruce Lee style character type thing. So, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, it just it's it's <laughs> there's there's a lot of influence with that, especially like with like those those martial arts movies. Yeah. Oh god, that's a fucking fantastic answer. What else you got? Um, let's see. I I'm, I'm trying to think. Like I don't I don't know if I'm trying to like square peg round hole force it, but like I'm like like Terminator. But I think that's a little bit too too recent. Yeah, I don't. I mean, so many movies have had influence, right? But like, mm. why do you say Terminator specifically? Well, no, like I was like I said, I was trying to trying to square back around hole, and I'm like, <laughs> like, there has to be something with that one. It seems it's like if it's not, then why? Why is it not? Um, trying to go go backwards and see if there's any other movies, um, or, or necessarily movies, but like um, trying to think of like any horror stuff too, though, because like the, a lot of the survival stuff, Resident Evil. I mean, you could say like Dawn of the Dead stuff like that that really had like. I mean, I mean, it's it's influence on like Dead Rising, Resident Evil, and stuff like that. But that doesn't seem like as like it. I, I don't think it's Prolific. gonna meet, meet my uh, f- yeah, my my yeah. five game thing. <laughs> it, it's it's obviously it's obviously a homage to those things, but not not a full on like making waves in the genre. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's see what's other stuff. Try to just think of genres. No, like nothing real time. I don't think anything real time strategy is influenced by. Uh, <laughs> anything like that um what's the thing like you know obviously you know lord of the rings and tolkien high fantasy influences everything but that's not a film thing right the films arrived you know at the uh, at the 2000s and the dawn of the 2000s and they were very heavily heavily influential in a lot of you know games of their time but i, I wouldn't tell you they influenced entire genres of, of video games <laughs> well obviously the tolkien books influenced all fantasy so there's a lot of nebulous gray yeah because i was here. thinking like something like willow or uh, what's the other one Willow. um the, whatever is it legend is it just called legend yeah oh, dude okay. oh my god that movie is a feast for the eyes that is a wonderfully bad movie highly recommend uh ridley scott's 1980 what year movie legend starring a young tom cruise oh so good and tim curry is the devil <laughs> i will never get tired of telling people to watch the movie I think of anything else just again kind of go by genres and stuff like um i wouldn't say any of like because we mentioned westerns right and like i think the only big western game would be what red dead redemption i don't really think yeah it's already like the side scrolling shooters was it wild seven or something like that like there's it's just not that many Western games. There's there's some argument to be made here about one of those Westerns heavily influencing Oregon Trail. Um, yeah. But I don't know how to make that connection. By the way, there is an amazing GDC talk online, I think from like 2007 maybe, where the creator of Oregon Trail talk, gives an hour-long presentation about the origin of the game and why they created it. It was mostly just educational software. It is a <laughs> wonderful presentation. I highly recommend watching it. If you have, you know, an hour to spare like me or something, because you know, a parent like you, you've got time <laughs> an to hour to spare. Up. When does that happen? Right. Um, let's see what else. Um, no, like, I, I can think of like I, I can still think of like a couple like one offy things because like um, with the found footage things, like there's there's a couple indie games where it's just like, oh, you're this person and like with a handheld camera exploring this area. But that, that's not too much. That's right. Uh, Ringu, um, the Japanese film, heavily inspired Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> trend-setting video game. <laughs> Let's see, um, I, can't, I can't think of it. Yeah, I, if I, if, which if I sleep on it, I can think of more. Uh, <laughs> but the one that that I actually want to talk about is the other way around. Um, since, since we've we've got a little bit of the time to to, to fill Dude, stuff we, in, we got like four trailers to watch. But yeah, go go. I think this could be oh, a whole other topic. Oh, go ahead. Okay, okay, whole other topic. But uh, but I'll, I'll just I'll just focus on little one tease, movie. Little tease. One movie. Have you ever seen Hardcore Henry? <laughs> I actually never saw it. You've never seen it? No, no, I haven't. That is literally a video game movie. Like 110%. Yeah, it it's is, a first-person shooter. It's yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And it's it's like like I know I know you always talk about like like just like behind the scenes making of stuff, but like that that movie in itself is just like so mind-boggling. Like, how did they make any of this? What ridiculous <laughs> like 
I wouldn't say like Jackie Chan level type stuff, but like there are some things where just like, you're telling me these people were just running around with this camera, just jumping and doing this ridiculous stuff. That's just like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we um, should we should do a topic of uh, video games that inspired movies that weren't just direct like the Mario movie. Oh my God. Because <laughs> um, like there's a Doom movie, but is it really Doom? Is it even inspired by Doom? I don't know. <laughs> it, it goes full Doom the last 10 minutes. Yes, it which does, is... which is the only fun part of the movie. <laughs> Carl Urban versus the Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Super five, motherfucker. Oh my god, it's so good, dude. It's but but so Hardcore good. Henry, if, if you haven't seen it, I, I would say definitely take some uh, anti-vomiting, whatever, motion sickness pills <laughs> and just, just watch it. Give me all the <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, dude, okay, cool. Before we get to the news, we, of course, really, we have to check in with our sponsor. Note, dear listener, the QQ cast is not sponsored, but we can dream. Really, tonight's sponsor, because we're talking about video games, is the same as our regular sponsor, the Steam Deck. Steam Deck, do you like all of these video games? Play them on the Steam Deck. Steam Deck, do you need to purchase these games for cheap? Buy them on the Steam sales. Or GOG, do you like good old games? Play them on your Steam Deck. Steam Deck, now available for purchase. That'll sponsor us. How is the Steam Deck doc? Uh, you know, I think Trey put it well. It it really, uh, friend of the show, Trey, he, uh, he described it as it really completes the experience. And I agree. Until I could play it on my TV, I was less likely to play it. I still play my Switch more. It's just so seamless, and I love my Nintendo games. But I think the dock massively enhances the uh, the Steam Deck experience. Are you? Did you buy one? Are you going to buy I mean, one? I, I mean, I got a cheaper one for like 20 bucks before, the, actually like a day or two before it went on sale, and I haven't even tried it out. Oh, right. Depending on how that you, one you works. got it from Amazon. Return, return that shit to Amazon and buy the real one. <laughs> I will. Actually. All right. Not, not today. Well, dear listener, let's get to the news. Good news, everyone. The great news, everyone. Bad news, everyone. Uh oh, I don't like the sound of that. You all. Um. So really, I only actually have two little mini headlines here, and then I have have a handful of trailers, but. I'm just going to do a spoiler up front. I did not include the Mario trailer in this because I just really want the three of us to watch that one together. I don't care how outdated that episode's (laughs) going to be. But I definitely have one in here that's very... We're going to end, really. The last one, very specifically for you, buddy. So, okay, news, two little headlines. CD Projekt Red announces a remake of The Witcher in Unreal 5 engine. Is that like today? Uh, It was really recent, yeah. Yeah, that was like yesterday or today, like, like super recent. Yeah. Uh, the, the Witcher 1 is old enough, and I think that, you know, it's like the least reviewed in the trilogy because it just kept getting better. That I think that's really appropriate and really cool. Um, again, would love to hear Zach's opinion since he's a Witcher fan. But it's just still weird to me. I it, Again, one of those does it make you feel old moments, like things getting remastered or remade that are just not that old. Uh, the remake of The Last of Us, which is like was less than 10 years old, is really weird to me. This one at least makes sense. But do you have any... Any reaction whatsoever to hearing The Witcher's getting a remake? I've never gotten into the series. I don't think the remake's going to make me interested in playing with it. It's 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 not on my radar. But I mean, it's I mean, I I'm aware of it because it's it gets it into the Zettergeist at some point. You know, it's just like when I see some dude taking a bath in a barrel, <laughs> and I'll be like, I know that game. I know that one. Sexy Henry Cavill taking a bath in a barrel. <laughs> uh, so what I just heard is zero fucks given unless. It is Steam Deck Dock compatible. Then there might be one fuck given. Maybe, maybe half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. the uh, The other news that I wasn't—I guess this isn't news—but they put out a teaser, and I was unaware of it. Did you know that Amazon is making a Fallout series? I was when y'all put it in our chat. Um, I could have swore that like a movie was in the making or something, but like it was—it's one of those things where just like, what do you focus on? And I, I'm assuming that it's all all going to focus on like three and onward because. Well, look, everyone forgets about all the other stuff. The Fallout series is literally the original like tabletop games and shit are based entirely off of Mad Max. So while I didn't put the Mad Max franchise in our list, because as influential as it may be, I don't think it created some genre. Just <laughs> yeah, it, it, the Fallout series spun out of it, but that wasn't enough to mention it. Um, so I just like I, guys, we already had we had Mad Max Fury Road. I don't I don't know what they're gonna do, what they're gonna focus on for uh, the show. But I, but I guess but it's, we'll see. Well, that's one of those things though. We're like. Can take it so many directions right like you could have like a very like 
dark humor portally type thing with like all the vault stuff and how like certain experiments went. But I guess it's just like it's that that game just covers so many genres, right? Like there's aliens in it too. You've got like all the yeah, like the faction stuff. Like there's just well, so okay, as as a person who's not you know a huge, fo- I love I think Fallout's awesome, but I'm just not a huge fan and that I haven't played any of them really. Um, I have to say, uh, the tone I would want to see, and I put the disclaimer that I am not a huge Fallout person, so, you know, dear listener, I could be totally wrong about this, but the tone I personally would want to see is more of a, you know, action-adventure type thing, like Mad Max being an action-adventure thing. I don't want them to do dark, gritty in the future, the world is destroyed. Like, no, dude, like, but that's is... what everything is. That's what it would have to be. I know, and I don't, I, don't, I don't want that. It's no fun. I want this to be like, Fallout is literally a Western. Fucking make it a Western. I want this to be action-y, shootout adventure in, in the way. that's the hard part with a game kidding. like this, right? Because, like, it's it's the whole, like, I think one of the charms of it is, like, how you can customize it, right? It's just like, you you played it as a Western. I played it as a vampire. So, like, like... <laughs> Like, and you could, oh, and you God. could, because Happy you can. Happy dear listener. <laughs> and like, I mean, you could, you, you could play as a vampire. You could play as, you know, stealthy and not a vampire. You could play as, you know, like a heavy, you know, big machine gun person. You could play as a melee person. Um, and, and I think that's what makes it kind of, I think, tricky to kind of like, um, it's not something like, you know, you could say like, like Zelda or Mario, where you have a very centered protagonist with a very kind of like structured expectations. It's like. You bring whatever experience you want to the game. There's some overarching story to it, but like, does anyone care about that? Not not really. It's just just don't, don't die of radiation and just do whatever you want. (laughs) Unless, unless I'm freaking out about dying of the character, dying of radiation and not getting some water or something. I'm really sad that we no longer have boxed games because if we did have boxes, I would, I would absolutely want to send the next fallout one. A, uh, a quote review from the QQ cast. Quote, don't die of radiation, Raul Torres. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, dude. All right. Uh, Ruli, let's do this. I got four trailers to watch. Okay. Let's do this. I sent them to you uh, in Slack. You don't know what they are, so let's click on number one. I don't even, I don't have Slack on my, my computer. What? Do you, do you want me to send them in? Uh... Send them in the chat. Send them in the chat. Ah, hold on. Ah. I, it's, it's weird. I only have Slack on my phone and on my work computer. Other than that. Tom notifications. Link www.youtube.com. Okay, I'm in. Okay, I should say that I'm not even fucking excited about this because I just I am so burnt out on the main actor. But really, <laughs> tell dear listener what we're about to watch. <laughs> the Mario Christmas special. <laughs> the Mario. Oh, oh, I see what you did there, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear listener, this is the Mario Studios. Special presentation of Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. So the word special is in here twice. That's how fucking special it is. Hold on, I gotta adjust my mic so I can look to the left while I watch this. All right, and three, two, one, play. Special. I, I wonder if uh, James right Gunn, the now so CEO of... DC has this. Reality is like Christmas. But Peter's so sad about Gamora being gone. Maybe if we go to Earth, like there's Christmas in space. It would make him happy. This looks so goddamn cheesy. He will never forget. But I mean, it's it's the cheesy that people like to eat. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. If your voice is small and mousy, I think maybe he didn't hear you. Ah! You're coming with us as a Christmas present. I should be laughing at that, but it's just so... Oh, Cosmo Dog's in this. Okay, I'm back in. (laughs) I'm back in. Is it sad? I only know Cosmo Dog from Marvel Snap. The card's really great. My avatar is Cosmo Dog. <laughs> yes, it's sad. Uh, all right, Ruli, what are your thoughts on the Marvel Studios special presentation, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special official trailer? Oh, my God. It's so corporate to have to say that. Uh, it's, it's it's a show. I, I don't know. It's, I like Guardians 1. Guardians 2 is fine. It's, it's, 
it's weird because it's it's trying to be its own thing all over again and capture that magic and i feel like it just hasn't figured that out right you know what i mean it's like it's one thing being like authentic in like the ideas itself and then another thing is trying to be like hey we did it in the first one let's do it again like that's that's not the same thing subtle differences yeah. so i mean it's I'm, I'm sure it's going to be playing at someone's house at some point in time, and I'm going to be sitting there, and it's just I'm just going to watch it because it's going to be what's on. <laughs> no, so. I, I want to be totally clear. People are going to totally love this, and if you love Guardians, especially if you're kids, you're going to fucking eat this up. And there were tons of cheesy-ass holiday specials when we were kids, excluding the Star Wars holiday special. So I'm not trying to, you know, to, to yeah. talk ill of this or anything. Well, I'm not excited for it because, again, I'm just a little burnt out on Guardians. But it is. I think what's going to be the the deal breaker slash maker on this is um, I know one of the big things that's always associated with with the the films is like the music. Right. So if there's anything like like is there is there going to be the the Christmas mixtape type, you know, soundtrack release that everyone's going to get excited about to kind of tie things together and kind of have to certain scenes. Uh, If it's missing that, I think that's going to be kind of like not capturing the same magic. So. Uh, it's gonna they're gonna license out mariah carey's all i want for christmas is you and it's gonna be about cosmo dog and i'm gonna cry (laughs) all right next trailer pasted in the chat tom pasted link http s colon backslash backslash www.youtube.com i'm ready all right uh tell dear listener we're about to watch marvel studios ant-man and the wasp Oh, I, I should have should have made Marvel our uh, our sponsor for the evening. I know. <laughs> All right, three, two, one, play. I used to ask myself a lot of questions. Scott, you're at XCon. How are you an Avenger? That doesn't make sense. But everywhere I go, people tell me the same thing. Thank you, Spider Man. <laughs> people still need Roll help. Roll That's why we made Ball. this like a satellite for deep space but quanta wait wait a minute you're sending a signal down to the quantum realm what turn it off now can i just say evangeline lily is rocking the short hair <laughs> looks great oh no oh as a parent do you finally you feeling something right now I mean, no, not at all. I'm just going, oh no, because they're all going, oh no. <laughs> You're like, could I shove my kids in the quantum realm for a few hours, get some sleep, would be great. Pretty. Yeah, it's always so pretty. There's something I never told you. I'm I'm still uh this place. I'm still lost in like everything was connected but now it's not connected, but it was connected, and it will be. I don't know anymore. Yeah, I have I have no idea, dude. Yeah, and that and that charm's kinda gone and I'm like it's it's all just there now. And give you more time. And the creatures from Stranger Things. <laughs> if you help me, so what's it gonna be, Batman? I, am I supposed to know that person? Yeah, isn't that the dude from uh, that other movie show? <laughs> that dude in the movie where he played a dude it's a king against dude. the other dude. It's a king dude, Loki. Oh, I didn't watch the Loki show. So, see, I didn't do my homework, and now I don't get it anymore. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I thought the Ant-Man movies, both of them were, you know, were fun, but I have never been interested in going back and rewatching them. I think if Edgar Wright had been in charge, they really could have been something truly special. Um, so, I don't know. This looks fine. I, I just, it's hard for me to get hyped about a lot of things these days. I, I'm such a, this is the old man cast. <laughs> it looks good enough. Oh, ho, ho, ho. if we, dude, if we were half as funny as Statler and Waldorf, we'd have like a million subscribers. It'd be great. <laughs> All right, two more to go. Uh, the next one. Okay, I am, I am not even a huge fan 
of this individual's music, but I think they're awesome. And thus, I am interested in this flick. I want to go see this flick. So, Ruli, please tell dear listener what we are about to watch. Weird. The Al Yankovic story dash official trailer. Starring Daniel Ratcliffe. Do, do you have any, anything to say before we click play? Um, Not excited in particular, but it's one of those things where I think there's been a lot of positive buzz around this. Well, let's find out in three, two, one, play. Put it in. I mean, I'm tripping out of that being a Roku original film. I agreed it would be best if you just stop being who you are and doing the things you love. My whole life. All I wanted. I'm afraid we found your son at a polka party. <laughs> oh, dude, this is hilarious. To a song that already exists. Oh. Well, you should do that then. Dude, I've got chills. Dude. Well, I wasn't I wasn't, I wasn't sure of like how serious this movie was gonna be about what actually happened or be more of a caricature. It no, it is an on-the-nose comedy. I'm find you a stage name. Al Yankovic. It's long, it's hard to pronounce. So I'm just gonna throw this out there. Weird Al Yankovic. I love it. <laughs> Taken the world by storm. Do I know you? Madonna, I was wondering if you were going to do a parody of my song, Like a Virgin. I'm curious, is that song autobiographical? Yes. <laughs> Except for the fact that I've had a lot of sex. Let me one All right, I'm disappointed. I'm a checkered pass involving alcohol. That's the medicine. Did he actually have a relationship with uh, Madonna? I didn't think that was a thing. I, I don't know. influence on you. What? No offense. Maybe he did, and we're well, all learning about it now. Now I'm going to have to read the book. I'm assuming this is all just like me off. standard uh, bio, biography, drama yeah. played up. you got to take care of yourself. <laughs> it looks I fucking hilarious. An artist with something to give to the world. In front of all the billions of people watching around the world right now, all I want to say is be as weird as you want to be. I, I, I have seen Weird Al in concert, if that counts for anything. So have I, one time. truly accept who you are. Thank you. Oh, Al, you can't smoke in here. I mean, it looks interesting. <laughs> I totally deserve that. But it's, it's, I still follow him on Twitter. Like I, I, he's around. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, um, it's like one of those like why now type things. Like what's, what's going on? I don't know. I think it looks funny. I'll definitely check it out when it comes out. Uh, I don't know. I, that's all I got. As someone who's not doesn't know anything about who the director is, who doesn't know that much about Weird Al, who doesn't know that much about Daniel Radcliffe, I still think it looks funny as fuck. So I'm in. Yeah. I'll watch well, it. It's, <laughs> um. Minor detour, because I mentioned Twitter and, and Weird Al. Um, is the QQ cast rambling again? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, it's I mean, it's relatively in in the the nows that are guys. So when uh, when Coolio passed away, Aww. it was like, oh, did, did you find out with me telling you that right now? Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> no, it, I I did find it weird with that like with a weird uh, when when Coolio passed away. There was just so much talk about like his relationship with Weird Al and kind of like it was like. The gangster paradise people, and then all of, like the Amish paradise people, kind of talking about stuff. It was just so weird that like 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 someone else's death had a lot of like focus on someone else's the parody of it, and like I know that they were saying that like like initially there was a lot of like like uh for lack of a better term beef between the two uh, when it happened, and eventually like Coolio like like got over it and and was no longer upset about it but for a while he was upset and i think they were saying that some of that bad blood was in the movie and none of the resolution part of it hmm. uh, and they're wondering if that would be taken out now given 
his passing, but I don't know. It, it's who knows. I have no idea. We'll find out, won't we? We'll find out. All right, Ruli, this last one, dude, this is this is for you. This had better be your jam. So we're you're gonna tell me if you've already seen this. If, if I'm thinking what it is, I probably have already seen it. And if it's not, then okay, this is not what I expected. All right, tell dear listener what we're about to watch. Guillermo de Toro, official teaser trailer, Netflix. <laughs> pipe official to pipe Netflix. Pipe, pipe, pipe. We got Linux this shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I know nothing about this. I don't know what the tone is. I would have assumed it was dark, but I I don't know. I don't know shit. I haven't watched this. So let's let us begin in three, two, one, play. I do remember you mentioning it had like super awesome Rotten Tomato scores. I'm like, it's not even out yet. How does it have scores? I had so much to say. So is this actual stop motion or is it like the computer CGI made to look like stop motion? I'm not sure. And love. I've learned that there are old spirits who rarely involve themselves in the human world, but on occasion they do. Is that is that voice uh fucking Uma McGregor? Tell you a story. I a story you may think you know, but <laughs> you don't. A story. That's good. He's like you think you know it. I'm like yeah, we've referred to Pinocchio before. Of the wooden boy. Did Pinocchio finally get out of uh, IP jail <laughs> with the Winnie the Pooh? I feel as though you've been here before. The wooden boy with the borrowed soul. Be his son. Fill his days with light. We shall call you Pinocchio. Bill <laughs> McGregor fucking nailed it! So there have been a lot of like failed Pinocchio attempts. What do you, what do you think? Um, I, I think I put it as with the holiday special. It's going to show up on the screen. My daughter is going to be like, let's watch that one. And I'll be like, we'll watch that one. That's fine. That works. <laughs> Are you going to like try to subtly plant that so it scrolls by and you're like, oh, I I didn't recommend that we watch this. Obviously, oh, we should. Oh, no, I, I have 100%. We can get more of this later, but I, I am doing my darndest to not influence her with any knowledge of what I like and what I don't like. Now, you've mentioned um, this before. Yes, so I mean, it's working out pretty well because, I mean, she likes a lot of the stuff that I like without pressuring her, but I, I really like, because it's one of those things, right? As soon as you find, find out, like, especially when you get a little bit older, that your, your parents like it, then you're like, well, I don't like it because you like it. And I, I want to try to avoid that type of stuff. Take, so. Quickly, take up drinking heavily. <laughs> she will not like that. <laughs> I saw some Reddit thread about that a long time ago about parents being like, yeah, no, we uh, we tell our kids we're going to parties, that we're going to drink and everything else. And now they, they think it's not cool, so they're not going to do it. <laughs> it's like, that's fucking brilliant. Uh, all right. Well, cool. Ruli, uh, thanks, man. I am so glad we got so to record. I, I, have, I have news things that I, I want what? to cover real quick. Holy well, shit. Well, I, thought, I thought you were going to cover any of this stuff. Um, no. Oh, well, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This wasn't prepared enough for you. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, but also, it's, it's the, the, the My House stuff. Um, they did a Silent Hill Direct. Oh, what God, I've forgotten. That? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. even know. I know that existed. I don't know well, what they announced. What they announced? Um, so, uh, new movie, a remake of Silent Hill 2. Um, a, I don't know what it's going to be like, but it's just like it's uh, by Bad Robot and J.J. Abrams. I'm out. It's like. It's like this, yeah, I know. It's like this, like live simulcast game type thing. Um, some other game and Silent Hill F. Um, so there's a lot of. It went from like no Silent Hill stuff to like there's too many Silent Hill things now. What what do I pay attention to? But also, it's it's the the problem of um, all the announcements, and I don't even think any dates were made. So it's just like, why would I get on the hype train if nothing's gonna come out until like 2025? Um, because video so, games and AAA dev? I don't know what to tell you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just like, just t- tell me when it's out on a Steam sale, then I'll care. Um, but yeah, no, that, that was that was pretty cool. Um, I can't think if there was any other Nintendo Direct stuff. It's the Zelda Tears from Heaven one. Is that what it's called? Or I forget the title. Uh, Tears of the Fallen Kingdom? Tears of the, oh, Fallen Kingdom, yeah. yeah. That, that, we, we talked about that title being announced, right? Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure that was a little while ago. I think we watched the trailer actually on the cast. Okay. I think 
that was the last quote. I was because I was wondering if you're going to play the Silent Hill trailer. I'm like, I don't think that's going to be what Tom's going to play. But we'll find out. Nope, didn't have that one. Okay. Um, I think that was it. And I, I guess question: Have you seen any of the? Was it Andor? I'm probably getting that name wrong. What's what's the new Star Wars one? Cassian Andor. No, I have. <laughs> I hear nothing but great things. Uh, the internet says it's the best Star Wars uh, in years. My friends who are still watching a lot of Star Wars say it's the best Star Wars in years. Um, you know, I've got a backlog already. Uh, Star Wars has burned me. And so that's great. I'll put it on the backlog, but I, I have not jumped in. Um, also, it's my understanding that it's a fairly serious Star Wars. And, you know, it's like talking about the rebellion, how people get involved in that. And again, going back to what we were talking about with Fallout and, you know, is there too much drama? I just want an action adventure. This is just kind of more of an example of why, this is just my personal opinion, why I think Mando is so much fun, because it's a fucking spaghetti space western. And so, if Andor's great, awesome. And if people love it, awesome. I will put it on the backlog, but I'm a little burned out on Star Wars, and just conceptually, I'm not chomping at the bit for it. But I, I hear it's fantastic. Yeah, no, same. So I don't know if we're going to try to watch it eventually, but if it ever <laughs> sneaks into your backlog, I'll see if it can sneak into my backlog. QQ review in 2032. Well, is is there anything upcoming that that I should attempt to maybe see? Are you going to see the uh, Black Panther one? Uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. yeah. What's, I don't I know. That, what's on is my... Is it like next week? I don't know. I don't know when this stuff comes out, actually. Um, I did watch Doctor Strange, uh, and I did a micro QQ review of that in the last episode. Um, I just watched Bullet Train, the Brad Pitt movie. Ooh, I want to see that one. I heard that one was good. Yeah, you know what? So my friend, when we got done watching it, my one of my friends described it as, okay, that might not have been a good movie, but it was an extremely fun movie. And I could not agree more. It is a ton of fun. And so, yeah, I'd, I'd say good. Uh, it's nowhere near great, but like it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the, Were the you best... ever a fan of uh, Crank? <laughs> no, but I'm aware of what you're talking about. Go, Jason. <laughs> um, the, the, this is... My just my description of why that movie is is why Bullet Train is really fun. So uh, on the QQ review scale, I'd give it a three. I like it. I could understand if you didn't. Um, the thing that makes it work so well is it has this beautiful, beautiful mix throughout the movie of setup and then like fifty percent payoff and fifty percent subversion of expectation, where it doesn't just wait to the end to like subvert your expectations or just do whatever. It just has this consistently humorous setup. And then it either pays off or subverts as a mix. And it's it's really well done pacing, unique blend of that um, that really just elevates the movie and it's fun performances and it's, you know, funny and whatever. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely recommend Bullet Train. It was way more fun than I expected it to be. Okay. So there you go. Oh, let's see what else is uh, Black Adam. Oh, you know, I, I think I sent that to, to Zach in one of our Slack chats. I was like, hey, I hear this is horribly bad. If it happened to wind up on a Plex service, I might happen to watch it. <laughs> um, I hear, because uh, we on the QQ cast don't give a fuck about spoilers. I, I hear there's an awesome cameo at the end that makes the whole thing worth it. I, I don't know. You don't, you don't know? I, I mean, I don't know the cameo or I don't know who, so. I mean, I think the Witcher shows up at the end of Black Adam. Oh, really? Well, I know they were saying that they were getting him back, so. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Now that James Gunn, that was another piece of news we didn't talk about. James Gunn, and I forget the other guy is, um, are now co-CEOs of DC, of DC, our Cinematic Universe, DC Pictures or whatever. Um, so between the the Rock wanting to push things and Henry Cavill interested in coming back and, you know, those two running it, I wonder if DC will finally turn around their movies um in the coming years but it, you know whatever's going to happen is going to be years and years and years away so i i ain't getting hyped yet that's for shit sure but that could be interesting it could be interesting if uh if uh we get more you know fun dc movies we talk on the cast all the time we want more fun things in this world it's not you know it's not fun when everything sucks so um yeah here's to hoping they uh they succeed more to come we'll see what happens yep all right well that's all i got all right dude all right, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. We will not be back next week. I will be on the East Coast. I'm visiting Boston and New York, and then I'll be back. So uh, hopefully in two weeks, we'll be back with the trio. Um, but again, really, thanks, man. I'm just so happy we got to record before I left. I was so looking forward to recording with you guys and so wanted to talk to you guys and had all these topics and shit queued up. And 
I was so sad. I felt so bad the last two weeks I had to cancel. So thank you, dude. Life, life happens. Don't stress about it. Life finds a way to get in the way. <laughs> da, na, 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 na. Anyway. All right. Ruli, thanks, dude. Thank you. Until next time, dear listener. QQ. See, I didn't even try to make an outro that time. I just said, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>